This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. Today I'm going to talk about the Trinity and non-duality. Christian non-duality, which you might have noticed by now, is not big on doctrine. Doctrines are ideas, which are the most ethereal of things. They have no reality outside of the mind, and yet ideas can point toward or away from reality, it seems. Some ideas seem to point to the non-dual reality that we call God better than others. The Trinity is one of those better ideas. In Christian theology, the Trinity is the belief that the one God is three persons, commonly referred to as Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, or Holy Spirit. They're understood not to be three gods, that would be tritheism or polytheism, which is anathema to Christians. It's not one God in three different modes of being, that's called modalism. There are many other possibilities that Christianity rejected over the years, such as Arianism and Docetism. The first downplayed the divinity of Christ, and the second downplayed the humanity of Christ. Now we could go on and on describing the Trinitarian squabbling that occupied the early centuries of Christianity, but that will not get us any closer to realizing God. Like I said, these are all ideas in the mind. Traditional Christianity seeks to understand and define God using words and ideas, but that is impossible. God is not an idea and cannot be described with ideas. All I care about is whether the idea points people to God, and Trinity does that. It does it in a couple of ways. First, it it acts like a Zen koan which is something that I have mentioned before when it comes to doctrine. A useful doctrine points people beyond the rational mind to reality, and Trinity does that. In its simplest form, Trinity says that God is one in three, that one is three and three is one, and that three in oneness points us to God. Contemporary theologians go in all sorts of directions at this point and make wonderful points about the Trinity representing love and community and all types of other nice things. These days theologians try to make the Trinity politically correct by removing the masculine language in all sorts of creative ways, but juggling language and terms misses the point. The point is that the Trinity is meant to convey the reality of God that transcends the restrictions of language and thoughts and labels. Trinity is meant to propel us beyond the dualistic world. God cannot be communicated in dualistic language. 
God's nature cannot be comprehended with sophisticated theological or philosophical concepts. The purpose of the Trinity is to stump the mind and push it beyond dualistic thinking into non-dual reality. But the problem is that no one really is interested in wrestling with theology in this way anymore. No one really is interested in doing theology except for professional theologians in the academic world. Most Christians seem to be content with the most superficial of explanations and metaphors when it comes to the Trinity. And for that reason, the Trinity cannot accomplish its purpose in most Christians' lives. The other value of the Trinity is that it points to the truth that all is one. When I was writing the book, The Tao of Christ, which is a Christian version of the Tao Te Ching, I translated the opening lines of chapter 42 this way. God created unity which created duality, which created trinity, which created all things. In doing that, I was rendering the Chinese character for three as trinity. Because this chapter is the Tao Te Ching's creation account, that seemed to fit the Christian understanding of the role of the Son and the Spirit, as well as the Father, in creation. So I was trying to connect these two spiritual traditions. But there is a greater truth here. Trinity is a symbol of non-dual reality. It is the Christian version of the yin-yang symbol. And there are traditional symbols of the Trinity that communicate that. These are most clearly seen in Celtic Christianity in what is called the Trinity Knot, or the Triquetra, which has spiritual roots much older and deeper than Christianity. It is a triangular figure composed of three interlaced arcs or lens shapes. Even more ancient is the Triskelion, which is a symbol that goes all the way back to the Neolithic and Bronze Ages. It is a spiral design of three interlocking spirals. Both came to be adopted by Christianity as symbols of the Trinity. Both communicate reality as three in one. Like the yin-yang symbol communicates reality as two in one. The yin-yang symbol communicates how duality is incorporated into a greater unity. These Trinitarian symbols do the same thing using three instead of two. The third element acts as a unifying bridge between the two polarities of duality. In Christian theology, the theological discussion of the Trinity as it was being hammered out in the early centuries of Christianity focused on essence, whether the three persons of the Trinity shared one essence. Those discussions could become very heated and often resulted in charges of heresy on both sides. This sounds a, like a bunch of theological nitpicking to us now, but the doctrine that came out of this 
is a doorway into seeing that the human nature of Jesus could somehow be incorporated into the divine nature of God, that those two are one, not in a simplistic way, but in a, in a rich way. Christianity did what no other theistic tradition does by uniting the human Jesus with the Son, the second person of the Trinity, it opens the door to seeing the divine and the human as one essence. Now, officially, Christianity did not go that far. But insofar as we are one in Christ, which the New Testament repeatedly says, the Trinity includes us all. In Christ, divine and human are united, not just in one first century man named Jesus, but in all of humanity. I see the Trinity as communicating the non-dual truth that is at the heart of the Upanishads declaration, Tatram Asi, that thou art. Now in the Upanishads, that means that Brahman is Atman, that the divine essence in the universe is the divine essence in us. Now, in the Trinity, the Holy Spirit is understood to be God indwelling us. And the Father is normally understood to be the transcendent dimension of God. And yet, they are understood to be one, one essence. The Spirit in us is the same as the transcendent God. And the person of the Son is where these two come together. We see that played out in the story of the baptism of Jesus that I have often described as Jesus' spiritual awakening. In that story, the Spirit anoints and fills Jesus, and the Father proclaims him to be his Son. Jesus is the incarnation of the divine, and insofar as we are seen as being one in Christ, then we are part of that incarnation. We are. The incarnation of the divine in human flesh. And so far as Christ is incarnated in us, I never tire of quoting Galatians 2.20 that says, It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Now I know that the way I'm interpreting this goes beyond what traditional Christian theology would say, but I think it's where the doctrine of the Trinity points. The incarnation of the divine in the human is not just a one-time event in one first-century Palestinian Jew. It is true of every human, every creature, in fact, everything in the universe. The physical universe is the incarnation of God. The Trinity incorporates the human into the very nature and essence of the divine. It proclaims that all is one. Not only does the Trinity proclaim this theoretically, it points us to know this for ourselves. Once again, the baptism of Jesus communicates that. It is about Jesus knowing this reality in human experience. The Trinity is meant to be an experiential reality, not just an idea that we believe in. 
not just a theological doctrine that we accept. If we are one in Christ, if we are united in Christ, if we are crucified and risen with Christ, then we are incorporated with Christ into the Godhead, into the Trinity, and we always have been. This is our true nature. It is our essence. The Trinity is a symbol of non-dual reality that leads us to non-dual awareness. That is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.